Hey, it's Arrow inside the rbeats.com studio, unplugged and totally uncut with the legendary Richard Belzer. How you doing today, sir? Good. How are you? I'm fine. Hey, I got to start it off with, I've been with Rob Schneider twice, and I really love the idea that your book puts focus on the very thing that he and I have talked about so much, and that is the drugs, the prescription drugs, and how bad they are for you. Yeah, I know um, that uh, Rob is a good friend of Robin's. And I dedicate my book to Robin because we did a lot of research on pharmaceuticals for the book. And we included very detailed charts showing what prescription drugs can do. And Robin was given four different powerful prescriptions in his final months. And the the so-called side effects of these drugs include suicidal ideation, thoughts of self-harm, depression, psychotic-like behavior, unusually strong, unhealthy urges. You know, Robin was clean and sober at the time of his death, but there were psychiatric drugs were found in his body. And in our opinion and the opinion of others, that was the real cause of his death, what drove him to it. So, uh, you know, it's kind of heartbreaking that we lost. It was very shocking because I had the opportunity to see one of his final live performances, and he never even came across that he was in pain. Well, yeah, I mean, 23,000 suicides are attributed to psychiatric drugs every year in America. So Big Pharma, is that's why you see so many mainstream media ads about pharmaceuticals, because they don't want to do stories on it, so they buy time on it on these uh, news shows. You know, as close as you were to Robin, when you put a book of this nature together, did it flow freely out of you or did you struggle? Well, this chapter was very hard to write because of how close I was that Robin and I were. So, uh, you know, it affected me. And the other chapters were written, you know, more as a, uh, you know, with no emotion, just my desire to educate but the chapter on robin you know took a personal toll certainly and another powerful chapter is the one on legalized slavery i would be pulled into an hr meeting if i were to even bring up a subject like this and that's why we are so grateful that you have the courage to release a book like this well i mean uh, i'm well known enough where i can you know bring attention to this stuff and uh i mean nobody's going to knock me off so uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, they would have already, so I'm not worried about it. For just a moment, let's talk about that word conspiracy, because it seems to be the go-to buzzword these days. But away from this book and away from the theories that we've attached you to, how is it that you're getting the message out on an everyday one-on-one basis? Yeah. Well, the phrase conspiracy theorist was actually invented by the CIA to be used as a to be used as a weaponized term in which to discourage people from seeking the truth. I'm not kidding. It's CIA document 1035-960, April 1, 1967. And regarding the CIA's concern regarding the reputation of the American government. See, the document suggested various tactics for countering so-called conspiratorial arguments this came right after the Warren Commission. People were very suspicious of the findings of the Warren Commission. So the agency directed its members to employ propaganda assets to negate and refute the attacks on, you know, on the commission and on its findings. So they used that word. In fact, the use of the term conspiracy theorist 
is actually a conspiracy in itself. One of my favorite parts about the book, and I got to be honest with you, I love digging as deep as you do, and you're not afraid to kind of expose where it is that you travel to get this information. Well, you know, a lot of people don't have the time, and David Wayne, fortunately, is a great researcher and writer, and, you know, being semi-retired, fortunately, I have a lot of time to, to do, to read and research, so I wanted to make sure that people knew we weren't making this stuff up, and you know, don't go by me, because <laughs> I, I don't go by anybody. So don't go by me. You know, I, I need, and we need more than one source. And that's why we're so diligent about our bibliography. You know, with everything that's going on in the world and, you know, people are writing and they're talking and they're doing things behind the scenes. What do you think is the biggest conspiracy right now anywhere in the world? There's a lot of them. I think probably aside from the the murder of, of the president, John Kennedy, exploding his head in broad daylight and getting away with it. Uh, aside from that, I think that some of these things that corporations are doing is pretty frightening, um, like GM, for instance, allowing the cars to go to continue on the road that were killing people and causing accidents because of faulty ignition switches, and GM figured out it's cheaper to let people pay people's families off who were killed than to, you know, fix the cars. Richard, you have to know inside your heart that this is a brilliant book. And this is the type of book that's going to get people to go, you got to get it, because you're not going to believe what you're going to find in it. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. you got to do me a favor. We only get a few short minutes with you today, but you have got so many stories that, that need to be told, and this show is always going to be open for you. I appreciate that, and I will. I will definitely come back.